0: A Bail Reform Group Bailed Out a Violent Criminal, it's December 7th, 2023, and these are your headlines. This is a tragic story. Following a day-long shooting that left six people dead, uncovered documents revealed that the shooter had been bailed out following an arrest by a bail reform group about two years earlier. According to Bear County booking records obtained by KSAT News, the alleged perpetrator, Shane James, was bonded out in early 2022 by Laquita, Laquita Garcia, a policy coordinator for the bail reform organization Texas Organizing Project, also known as TOP. After being bailed out by top warrants for James's rearrest were issued early in March of 2022. However, county officials have not explained why he was not taken back into custody over the past 21 months. Now, in past years, top has come under fire for bailing out as many as 25 to 30 Bear County jail defendants per month. The county and top, who worked with the county, argued that the cash bail system discriminates against poorer people, and if inmates pose little to no risk to society, they should be released on little to no bond. Sounds okay, right? Well, of course, the reality is a bit different, because records show that some of those in- ma- inmates that Top bailed out had extensive criminal records. According to their reports, since 2020, Top has bailed out 741 inmates from Bear County Jail. However, the number has likely climbed since those reports. During the Defund the Police movement in 2020, the Summer of Love, TOP was one of the leading organizations for the initiative. Since then, the group has focused on bail reform for low-level offenders. In some of those cases where they've been bailing out these so-called low-level offenders, well, they've been looked into and it's been discovered that some were repeat offenders with violent history. One of those defendants, for example, was Ernest Saldana, who was bailed out for felony methamphetamine possession. However, the police report showed that at the time of arrest, Saldana had gone into a women's restroom with a knife. Before that incident, Saldana was indicted for shooting and stabbing a female companion in 2006. Does that sound like a low-level offender? It gets worse, another defendant bailed out was Gilbert Vasquez, who was bonded out again, for meth uh, meth possession uh, and evading arrest. He was charged as a repeat offender with 44 cases on his record, including assault, robbery, and theft. They get involved in politics too, because during the ongoing election for Houston mayor, the group has endorsed Sheila Jackson Lee. They spent nearly $400,000 on canvassing and other campaign activities related to the election. The organization also has close ties to leftist megadorner George Soros, who has contributed $250,000 to top in recent months. Well, Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton announced that the state of Texas, The Daily Wire, and The Federalist are suing the U.S. Department of State and its secretary, Anthony Blinken, for censoring American media. Paxton argues in his lawsuit that the state department has routinely intervened in the news market through its global engagement center, which was initially created to combat foreign propaganda. We'll talk more about that in just a moment. However, the global engagement center has instead weaponized its authority and infringed on the first amendment rights of media companies by funding censorship technology. That's according to the official complaint. The lawsuit further explains that The Daily Wire, The Federalist, and other media outlets were branded as, quote, unreliable and risky by government-funded and government-promoted enterprises. According to the complaint, this resulted in starving them of advertising revenue and reducing the circulation of their reporting and speech, all as a direct result of the State Department's unlawful censorship scheme. So back to the Global Engagement Initiative. So the Global Engagement Center was established in 2011, initially as the Center for Strategic Counterterrorism Communications, with the primary goal of countering propaganda from terrorist groups like Al-Qaeda. In 2016, the center was given its current title, the Global Engagement Center, while it continued to focus on countering foreign propaganda. The Daily Wire states that it also turned its efforts on to American citizens. The Luke Macias Show is your access to what happens behind closed doors in Texas politics. Listen weekly to me, your host, Luke Macias, as I break down what is actually happening in conservative politics in the Lone Star State, a state that we all love and cherish. Listen weekly wherever you listen to podcasts. This show is a product of Texas Corp. With the fourth special session officially over and the possibility of a fifth special session looming, maybe after Christmas, (laughs) Governor Greg Abbott is continuing to endorse challengers to incumbent Republicans who oppose school choice. Abbott has recently announced his endorsements against state representatives Travis Clardy and Drew Darby. Both Clardy and Darby joined Democrats, of course, in a vote to strip a school choice proposal out of a school spending bill last month. That has put them, and the other 19 Republicans who joined those efforts, in Abbott's crosshairs. While several of those Republican School Choice opponents have announced that they will not be seeking re-election, those that do are likely to find their opponents endorsed by the governor. So who are the candidates? Well, Joanne Schaffner is running against Clardy. She's made his opposition to School Choice a central part of her campaign. Governor said Joanne Schaffner is the kind of new conservative voice we need in Austin to help deliver key Republican victories that are important to Texans. Went on to say as a small business owner, Joanne understands that cutting property taxes is essential for Texas to remain the economic engine of the nation. The endorsement has created what is likely to be the only case where Abbott endorses against an incumbent member that is supported by Attorney General Ken Paxton. You see, while Paxton has endorsed a slate of candidates running against those who supported his impeachment earlier this year, he's also endorsed Clardy, who voted against impeachment and his proposed legislation to reform the impeachment process. So on that issue, they are aligned. However, on the school choice issue, Governor Abbott's top priority, Clardy is an opponent. Abbott also announced his support for Stormy Bradley, who's running against Drew Darby, He said, Stormy Bradley is the only conservative in the race for House District 72 that will help me bring school choice across the finish line. I know she will work tirelessly to empower parents to choose the best education option for their child. Ensure Texas has the tools and resources it needs to continue to respond to President Biden's disastrous open border policies and put us on a path to eliminate property taxes so homeowners and small businesses can continue to thrive in our booming economy. The latest endorsements mean that Abbott has so far endorsed challengers to five incumbent Republicans, at least as we record this, the endorsements continue to come out. In fact, just this afternoon, you see some candidates still announcing against some of these school choice opponents. For example, Shelley Luther, the hair salon owner who was famously jailed during the COVID lockdowns, has announced that she will hold a rematch against State Representative Reggie Smith, who she ran against in the last election. Now, Governor Abbott had supported Reggie Smith and has generally been an opponent to Shelley Luther, so you can see where some of these matchups are creating an interesting question of whether or not the governor will jump in. For what it's worth, some of the candidates he has endorsed this cycle, such as Brent Money and Mike Olcott, did support some of Abbott's opponents in 2022, so the possibility is there. These are the dates you need to know. Filing ends on Monday, December 11th. That's when we'll know who's going to be on the ballot. The primary election will take place on March 5th. You can check out more news stories from today at TexasScorecard.com.